What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here to give you everything you need to know about TPC Southwind for the FedEx St. Jude Championship and nothing you don't in just under 15 minutes or less. Uh, I'm excited about it. Let's get to it. It's the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs, and I've broken down all the course research. I've done all the stats, all the trends, all the data. I've run through you know, dozens of player quotes over the years, and I've narrowed it all down to give you everything you need to know if you're going to bet or play DFS this week for uh, the FedEx St. Jude, all right? Including a quote coming up here in just a second from a past champion here that says, this is the hardest golf course he's ever played. Or he said it back then. I don't know if you would agree with that now, but we'll get to that shortly. Uh, let's get to the golf course. And I'm going to start off by showing you the scorecard. It's a pretty, you know, pretty basic par 70, a little over 7,200 yards is our maxed out, uh, is our maxed out yardage here. You got two par fives on the course. Both are pretty scorable. That, those guys, these guys are going to really have to get it done on the par fives this week. Um, guys tend to eat those up. The par threes, uh, they're they're pretty mild as well for a PGA Tour, you know, event. They're not all over, you know, 200 yards. I mean, there's a couple of them that can play a little, you know, that can they can stretch out a little bit, but it's not that bad. There's some, you know, this is obviously more about par fours being a par 70, but that is your scorecard. Take a look and just some basic course features. It was designed in the 80s, renovated in the 90s. It has hosted the St. Jude Classic for a long time, but most recently hosted the WGC version of the FedEx St. Jude from 2019 to 2021. Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, and Abraham Answer were your winners of those events. The course is pretty tight off the tee. There's a lot of water hazards on maybe 11 holes it plays. Uh, it plays a factor. And Southwind does hold the record for most water balls on the PGA Tour since 2015. A lot of water balls. Uh, the fairways are zoysia, which if you've never played those, the ball really sits up like a, just sits up on a tee for you. The greens are champion Bermuda, pretty nice Bermuda grass. They're on the smaller side. They got some undulation, definitely have some grain. And the course and its conditions resemble an Eastlake and Craig Ranch, only just because of the zoysia fairways and the Bermuda greens. More on Eastlake here in just a second when I get to a player quote. All right, let's look at some stats and trends. This is important stuff. This is really where we start to see what type of golf course this really plays out to look to, to be. According to Data Golf, TPC Southwind is in the top 15 most difficult courses on the PGA Tour since 2015. That is excluding majors. Um, so similar to places like Colonial, Riviera, and Mirfield. So it's not a birdie fest, which is good. I don't want a birdie fest in my first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, you know, so it, it, can, it can get you. There are big numbers to be had out here, and you do have to kind of pick your spots. Some of these holes are not birdie holes. Some of them are, you know, you, you got to be more aggressive, and a lot of them you have to play safe. TPC Southwind ranks within the top 10 since 2015 on the PJ Tour in number of penalty strokes. Obviously, that uh, probably uh, contributes a lot to how difficult the golf course plays. 11 holes with water in play will do that to you. So a lot of penalty strokes here at TPC Southwind. The approach shots really come from that mid-iron mid range. You know, if you look at approach shot distribution on the PGA Tour since 2015, you know, this place doesn't produce a whole lot of short wedge shots like we saw, um, you know, at, at maybe Sedgefield. It, but it also doesn't produce a lot of long irons. You know, not a lot of guys hitting those 210, 215, 225 long irons into these par threes or as they approach par fours and par fives. TPC Southwind falls in the middle of the pack. This is off the tee and this is important. Middle of the pack in terms of average driving distance at around 289 yards, as well as driving accuracy at around 65.5%. So driving distance, driving accuracy, it's pretty much average on tour. Uh, but I, I will say, like, I think last year or maybe in 2021, 
The average driving distance got up to like 292. It was a little longer. Obviously, it depends on conditions. Uh, there's some things that can play in, in, you know, a factor there, but for the most part, you know, this is what it looks like. The fairways are among the top 10 most narrow on the PGA Tour at 29 yards on average, as well as the top 10 most penal when missing the fairways. So right off the bat, you know, I think TPC Southwind is going to paint the picture that positioning yourself off the tee is most critical here. Being, having the ball in the fairway, these greens are small. They're, they're, they're smaller than average by square footage. They do have undulation, which makes them even smaller because the tiers you got you to gotta land these golf balls into shrink the green size, right? And so if you're going to do that, you have to control distance. You have to control your spin. And you can't do that in Bermuda rough. It's much easier to do that you know, on these very nice, fluffy, sit-up-on-a-tee zoysia fairways. So uh, I think right off the bat, the thing to know is off the tee, you just got to be in the fairway. Now, listen, if you're a bomber and you're, you're, you can hit it long and straight, major advantage. But if you're a bomber and you can't hit it long, or you, you can hit it long, but you can't hit it straight, you might have to dial down. There's a couple of players that have talked about that in the past, including Dustin Johnson talked about having to dial back on driver a few holes. Whatever you got to do, put it in the fairway, okay? I mean, Abraham Answer is a great example, a guy who won here at the WGC event, good at putting it in the fairway. Uh, the final stat or trend to know is it is near the top third on the PGA Tour uh, since 2015 in terms of average green and regulation percentage at around 64.2%. That is similar to Torrey Pine South and Colonial. So in terms of hitting greens and reg, a little more difficult than what, you know, maybe the courses we see leading up to this event. Um, obviously with it playing tighter off the tee, more, more penalty shots, more hazards, smaller greens. You know, greens and reg is not going to be uh, it's not going to be as easy to do, but it is near the top third in terms of of hitting greens and reg. So it's not a super difficult greens and reg course, but it ain't easy either. All that also means is like strokes gain around the green is probably going to come in play. We'll get to that more in just a second when I talk through my key stats. Also at the end, I'm going to tell you my my the course horses and the track hacks versus their strokes gained expectation at TPC Southwind over the years. You don't want to miss that. That's a great way to find maybe a, a diamond in the rough there. Uh, but I want you to do this for me. If you're enjoying the video so far, hit the like button, please. I should have like half the likes as I should have views. If a thousand people watch this, there should be 500 likes. Like, I don't understand. Just hit the like button, please. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you've not already. Hit the notification bell to let you know that we've got new videos dropping. We just dropped an amazing Harold Varner, the third interview that you don't want to miss. I promise you that. Uh, we got some good content on and upcoming on the Tour Junkies YouTube channel. And also comment this. We're in Memphis. It's Tennessee. I just got back from a wonderful country music concert. I heard Cody Johnson and Luke Combs, and I'm just feeling country right now. I'm wearing a tank top because it's hot as crap up here right now. I got air problems. But um, I want to know who your favorite country singer or artist or band of all time is. I got in kind of a, a 90s country zone the other day, and I was like binging Garth Brooks and Tim McGraw and Travis Tritt, like all those guys. So like, I'm just curious. Who's your favorite? Drop it in the comments. I'm interested. All right, let's continue. Looking at some player quotes, Justin Thomas said this, I find this place very similar to Eastlake to where if you drive it well, if you hit the fairways, it's not a difficult course. You have a pretty good amount of short irons and some wedges to where you can control your distance into the greens. It's a place I think off the tee is extremely important because from there you can manage the course pretty well. When you get out of position, you're really just trying to minimize your damage and not make a big number. That's the quote from Justin Thomas. Quote from Dustin Johnson, quote, You've just got to hit it in the fairways and hit it on the correct side of the fairways. I don't get to hit a lot of drivers, but that's okay. 
The golf course is tough, and you've got to control your distance coming into the greens. End quote. That's DJ. All right, let's look at a couple more here. Um, you got Brooks Kepka. Quote, there's a bunch of tough holes here. If you're going to put it in the rough out here, you're going to, you're going to have some problems. And the Bermuda rough, it sits down. It could jump 40 yards, or it could come out dead, and you're right in the middle of the lake, dropping. It makes it very challenging. Yeah, you've got to just hit this. You've got to hit fairways on this golf course. These greens are so good. Anything inside of 10 feet, you're expecting to make. You have so many wedges, too. So if you can just drive it in the fairway, you're going to have a lot of good looks, end quote. And finally, from a guy who's won here twice, he won here in 2017, then defended again in 2018, Daniel Berger, quote, it's the hardest course I've ever played in my life. It's just extremely long and extremely penalizing. The greens are very slopey. You have 10-footers that break four or five feet. Speed control is going to be huge and fairways. Now, you know, the Brooks Kepka quote and the, the Daniel Berger quote is, you know, kind of confusing because Brooks thinks you can drip everything in from 10 feet. Berger thinks you can't. Statistically, it's not that hard of a golf course to putt. So I think, it's, I think Berger could be fluffing himself up a little bit. Having won here twice, I don't know what he's trying to do. Maybe he was, you know, I don't know if back then he was jockeying for a Ryder Cup position or trying to impress his girlfriend, Tori Slater. I don't know what he was doing, but uh, it's a little different than what we hear most of these guys talk about. All right, let's keep going. Let's look at uh, one more player quote from Jordan Spieth. I think it's a really good golf course. I probably would have played here every year had it not, had it not been where it was on the schedule. So coming in, having played quite a bit over the last six, seven months versus kind of the form I was in previous years, I'm excited to step up. To this course. I really like the greens. They're kind of very similar to what I grew up on. So I like that kind of fast, slopey, grainy Bermuda. The course itself requires a lot of different shots off tees. You've got to work it both ways into a lot of different pins. It's just overall a really nice test where at par 70, you don't necessarily see scores go extremely low. And instead, you've got to really kind of pick where your chances come. It's one of those golf courses every year that you look forward to coming to where you don't necessarily have to be in a shootout, but instead, you've really got to golf your ball. So Jordan Speed talking about working the ball both ways, talking about hitting fairways, talking about grainy, slopey, quick, undulating greens, all of that uh, is, is important to remember. Now, I, wa- I want to remind you, you know, everybody of this. The 72-hole course record at Southwind it was held by Brooks Kepka and Abraham Anter when they won the, uh, the WGC the last three years. Sam Burns and Hideki Matsuyama also have the 72-hole record here. And the 18-hole record is a 61 at Southwind held by Tom Lewis and a couple old farts that aren't here anymore. Um, you know, Berger, like I said, won here. Sorry, Berger won here in 2016 and 2017. That's on me. That's on me. Uh, all right. So I think we're ready to get into some key stats and uh, let's pull that up and some course horses and track hacks and we'll be done. Key stats, strokes gain approach, strokes gain off the tee, strokes gain around the green. Three major strokes gain categories. I thought about going into like greens and red gained or uh, something like that. I, I think strokes gain approach off the tee and around the green covers it. I will probably wait off the tee a little more than a lot of touts or a lot of handicappers will. Uh, I think that's very important here. So however you get it done off the tee, I, I would love to have total drivers that both hit it long and straight right now. But even if you're not that, if you're just a short knocker who hits a ton of fairways and you gain a lot of strokes that way, I'll take that too. Uh, opportunities gained in DraftKings scoring. If you're playing DraftKings, that's important. Opportunities gained is my favorite fantasy national proprietary stat where if you hit it within 15 feet on or under green and regulation, that's considered an opportunity to gain a birdie. I want to know how, how well guys have been doing that recently to set themselves up to hit on these small tiered undulating greens and give them the best, the best chance to make birdie. 
Recent form, obviously we're looking at that. Long-term and short-term putting, I'll probably also look at Bermuda putting specifically as this is very you know typical, grainy, champion Bermuda. So I, I want to look at that. Also, I didn't put this in here, but strokes gain around the green on Bermuda surfaces uh, or, or on courses that are Bermuda tee to green might be worth a look because chipping off of Bermuda is not easy. And guys who are more comfortable with it are probably going to do better at that. So I would look at other, other courses that have that, that situation. Um, TPC Sawgrass comes to mind. Eastlake comes to mind. Probably PGA National comes to mind. So anyway, bogey avoidance with it not being a shootout or a birdie fest like Jordan Spieth said. And the winning score, you know, not, not getting to 20 under and all the water hazards and all the penalties. I think bogey avoidance and even maybe double bogey avoidance could be worth uh, waiting in your model for sure. And obviously, Southwind record. We've got a lot of history here. I think it's worth looking at. I don't know how much I'm going to really weigh in course history, but I think it's a thing that I want to know and I want to look at. Speaking of course history, I'm going to end this with course horses and course hacks. Uh, be sure and check out the Nut Hut if you haven't already. There's a link in the description. The Nut Hut is popping. Whether it's football season and golf is slowly dying, it doesn't matter. We've got sharp people in the Nut Hut helping people win a lot of money uh, during the, the peak PGA Tour season and when it's not PGA, PGA Tour season. $10 a month, $90 a year. The Nut Hut is the greatest place. Come join hundreds of other people. Get in the community on Discord. The link is in the description in the podcast and on the YouTube channel. We'd love to have you there for our Wednesday night live chats with me and Pat and the gang. It's a great time. Promise you, you can cancel at any time. Just get in there and try it out one time. Try it out for one month. I promise you won't regret it. If you get in there and you hate it after one month and you want to cancel, I'll refund you your one month. No problems asked. Just no questions asked. Email us at info at tourjunkies.com if you want to do that, and we'll refund you that one month. All right? Here we go. Horse horses. Now, I, I got to give this caveat. This is a, a data golf specific um, piece of information. This is strokes gained at TPC Southwind versus their expectation. So versus what kind of player they are and how they've gained strokes on other golf courses. These are the top 12, minimum of 12 rounds at TPC Southwind. So I, I threw out guys who have less than 12 rounds. I want 12 rounds, a decent sample size at TPC Southwind. 12 rounds or more. These guys do better at Southwind versus their expectation, okay? Berger is number one, Justin Thomas two, then Hideki, then Rory, then Shane Lowry, then Matt Fitzpatrick, then Shez Reevy, then Jason Day, then Jordan Spieth, then Webb Simpson. Now, there's some really good players here, really big names here. Obviously, those guys do really well almost anywhere. Shez Reevy and Jason Day surprised me. All right, I got to hustle up because we're almost at 15 minutes. Track hacks, same stipulation, Versus expectation, minimum of 12 rounds. Here's who sucked here. Sung Kang sucked the most. Then Max Homa. Then Keegan Bradley. Then Lucas Glover. Luke List. Johnny Vegas. Gary Woodland. Martin Laird. Brian Harmon. And Russell Knox. Those are the worst here. The track hacks versus expectation at TPC Southwind uh, with a minimum of 12 rounds. And that is the breakdown for... TPC Southwind. Hope you enjoyed it. Like the video. Comment your favorite country music singer, artist, band, whatever. Subscribe to the video. Rate us on Apple, on Spotify, and get in the nut hut, all right? And let's have a great week. Let's have some green screen disease, and let's bend over your bookie. See ya!